Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. I don't think I've ever said this before, but I, I'm going to say it now. And I mean this in a loving way, but she creeps me out. She does. Like, I don't know, she does. Uh, because she's accurate as an evidential medium. And you know, she, you look at her and you're like, hmm, what's she thinking? Here's what a lot of people do think and wonder about. How do you know if your loved ones have really, really crossed over to the other side? I recently heard, maybe it was you, I'm trying to remember, that somebody was stuck and didn't fully cross over for like 100 years. And that, that was revealed uh, somehow. We're going to talk about that and a lot more today. Carla Hecht is your evidential psychic medium, and she's back with us. Welcome. How are you? Steve, I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. And weird is, and creepy is definitely words that have been used to describe me before. I don't think it's a bad I own thing. It. Yeah, I own it. Hey, yep. whatever, right? Yep. Uh, I don't think you can do my job and not be weird. <laughs> yeah, or and, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you are weird. It's what you do can be perceived to be weird and with good reason, uh, because you're not just a psychic medium. You're somebody that provides the evidence to back up what you're mm -hmm. getting from the other side. So that being said, how do you really know that your loved one has truly transitioned fully in spirit to the other side? So I, I have an unpopular belief on that. Um, I've heard many people uh, fearful that their loved one hasn't crossed over. I've heard other readers say that they help someone transition to the other side. I think as soon as you are legally departed and have stayed departed for, you know, past a half an hour kind of thing, or a couple hours even, um, you're on the other side. And some people are even on the other side before that happens. So you can see their soul outside of their body. So I've been with someone when they transitioned, I could see them standing outside of the bed before they left their body. So um, I don't believe in that people can't cross over or that they're stuck between two worlds. I think where the confusion comes in is when someone passes, we want to feel this energy ch change when they come back to us. The problem is a lot of times is they don't leave us, which it's not a problem. It's good. It's good that your loved one wants to stay with you and protect you and help you and comfort you. But we're wanting, especially when people are really, really close, I see that. They're like, well, I don't feel anything different. Well, that's because they're with you. Why would you want them to leave? Where would you want them to go? And something spirit explained to me very early on is the soul is like a clothesline. And all the lives that we have are the clothespins. And so if our soul has now shed this body in this life, we can be with you, with your dog at home, with, uh, you know, your fourth cousin removed twice at their job site, right? Because we don't have this restriction anymore. And as far as getting to the other side, everybody that I've read for, I've connected to the same way. I would assume that if you weren't where you needed to be in heaven or whatever you want to call the other side, I'd have to connect a different way to you. That's what I would think. I, I would think it would feel different or I'd have some other process in order to connect. Hmm. Would that also be the clothes pins on the clothes line? Would they be... Oh, I'm trying to think of uh, the term, um, the cords, when you cut the cord, energetically cut the cords. Yeah, could be. Could Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. 
Uh, it's a great way to look at it when you think about that. <laughs> when somebody passes, but you're continually feeling them around you, you're seeing signs, very specific. Uh, you just sense they're here, but you've never felt it with others that have, have passed on. Does it, does it mean that there's potential that they haven't fully crossed over? I think it's that they're wanting to communicate with you to comfort you and to let you know that they're around you and that they love you. And that can even come from someone you didn't have a good relationship with or someone that was even cruel or abusive towards you because they want to apologize. So they're trying to comfort you and say, like, I need to talk to you, right? Mm. I don't believe that's actually like, help me get there. They're already there. Does it go deeper than that? Let's say they they weren't the best person. They didn't really do the right thing by you. Would they try to be making amends for that? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yep. I have someone around me all the time that was a monster, an absolute monster. And they help me in my sessions. They look out for me. They've apologized. It's uh wow. You know, I I explain it to people as when you pass, you get a life review, you get to see the good, the bad, and the ugly. So you get to see how you've molded someone in your life based on your actions. You get to watch this whole thing from their heart and soul. So you want to talk about learning and regret and pain and suffering. But I don't believe on the other side, like they they will tell me that they're, you know, embarrassed or regretful, you know, that kind of thing. But I don't believe that they're sitting in this kind of hell that people paint where they have this like uh, eternal badness, right? I think what it is, is um, they're, they've learned, they like, they talk about learning the hard way, right? To see wow. this, I mean, that would, that, I mean, you think about when you were a kid, if you hit another kid, it was like, apologize, say you're sorry. Maybe that kid had it coming. You shouldn't really apologize to them, right? Well, you can grow up into someone who genuinely doesn't care. But then when you pass, you see all the wrongs you've done and you see the genuine heartache that you caused. That's a whole different way to learn something than having someone slap your hand or give you a spanking because you won't apologize, right? Well, I, it's it's true that it's all relationships, right? So it could also be, it takes two. It takes two. Um, but sometimes somebody is, you know, you may have done things, but maybe somebody else has done way worse things and they can mm -hmm. probably try and blame it on you. But they're the one that, that was really dealing with demons, if you will, or mm -hmm. uh, past things not healed from. Um, so I, I kind of get that. But when a, a, a parent passes, and let's say just for argument's sake here, the parent maybe wasn't the best parent, could have done a better job. Mm -hmm. It's not the kid's fault. No, no. So they know on the other side. Yeah. I, I kind of, I kind of blanked up. <laughs> it should have, should have been a little bit better. Uh, would they know that? Yeah. yeah. Oh you, yeah. They can see it all. How do you know? How do I know that? Because I can sit across from someone that I've never met. I don't know them and spirit will tell me I have an apology and they, I have a sign my sign for that is good, bad, and ugly. That is them acknowledging wrongdoing. And I've had clients say, well, they weren't that bad. And spirits, like, they're completely downplaying because you're not supposed to speak ill of those who, who've died, right? Um, but they acknowledge it. And they tell me, and sometimes they show me. Sometimes I'm like, no, no, I, you don't need to. <laughs> you don't need to show me everything, right? Like, you can just 
so now, now I ask for that symbol. Yeah. I'm not going to get religious here, but there are some religions that believe there's a good place you go and a bad place you go. Yeah. Is that true? (laughs) I'll see y'all there. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) Where are you going? Uh, Yeah, I know. Right. Uh, I, you know, I believe in afterlife. I don't believe in hell. I, I don't believe that, um, like internal damnation. And let me tell you why. When I do a reading, whether it's someone who is a serial killer coming through or somebody who is a sweet little old lady, I connect to them the same way. So my theory is, again, wouldn't I have to connect a different way if they were in a different location or say further away? Um, one day I'll definitely know the answer to that. Right. Mm. Mm, (laughs) Um, right. Fair enough. (laughs) But, but I don't, I don't believe in hell because then I have to. It would be different. It would be different when you're, you're receiving the messages. Yeah. Yeah. And then there are some religions that uh, believe that uh, your sins are white, uh, washed away when Mm -hmm. you, when you go. Um, And we don't have to go, yeah, not going down that road, but I guess that answers that, that question that people have maybe, you know, religious fear that you are connecting with the, uh, uh, something demonic, if you will. I, you know, and I think the, the most heartbreaking thing for me is when a parent comes and they think because their child took their life that they're in hell and they're haunted absolutely haunted by that and every day they have this vision of what their child's going through because it's a sin where they're from right um and i'm a firm believer that that's total bs like there's no (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's not possible that's and and i don't know how to describe it steve because i feel it on a soul level when i hear that statement to me, it's fear-based and it it affects me on a soul level. I, I don't even have the words. And I think to tell someone that their loved one is in a bad place when they're departed, like, is cruel. It's absolutely cruel and it's untrue. Mm. And is it really going to help anyway? You know, in, in, the, yeah. in the long run, a message is a message. Yeah, I'm not saying... I'm not going in any direction here in terms of where you go, right. in terms yeah, of the yeah. direction where you go. Um, yeah. If you're went to this, this one place over here, that's maybe not a great place. The message is still the same. And you're, you're providing the evidence of that message. It doesn't mean that the person who has passed has to say, by the way, I'm in hell. Well, I just want to let you know, let everybody know. It doesn't matter. I don't really care. It doesn't, you know, that's on them. If that's true, if that's true, that's on the person that passed. They, that's why you try, I'm a believer in hashtag do the right thing, no matter what you can do in life. And yeah, we, we screw up occasionally. I get it. Um, but by and large for the greater good, do the right thing, uh, Mm -hmm. for everyone. Some can say, well, I did the right thing for myself. For me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, so interesting. Um, how do you deal with skeptics? You know, we're talking about a lot of stuff here in, in just you know, like 15 minutes. We just, we hammered through a lot of uh, pretty deep stuff when it comes to your work, but how do you deal with the, the skeptics for all of this? Uh, I've had a few come 
and it's gone really well. I think deep down they had an open heart. Uh, spirit came through. It was a wonderful, wonderful thing. Uh, and then I've had other people where there is nothing like it's, you know, um, skepticism can often be based on fear. And I do believe that you can block a reading for sure. If you're not open to receive, right. Hmm. So I just, it's not my job to prove to you because frankly, I don't care. Like I, there's so many open hearted people that are so ready to receive that if you wholeheartedly don't believe in what I do, that's okay. Like I, I love you and support you no matter what, right? If you don't believe in what I do, I got you. We don't need to, I have a one friend. We don't even talk about what I do literally. Mm. Right. Mm. And that's okay. That's wow. okay. As long as she's not disrespectful toward me and I'm not disrespectful toward her beliefs, that's, that's a friendship worth, worth pursuing. Right. Sure. I mean, you, you have mutual respect. She meant she doesn't believe maybe what you do. Um, yep. does it ever come up in, I'm curious, does it come up in conversation? You know, does she ever say anything to you? Um, uh, or you just let it go. We don't talk about it. We, so we agreed to disagree, but I did have a skeptic come, uh, very, very recently for a session. Um, and I gotta say, I was really impressed. Um, because I, I think a certain level of skepticism is good and a, a sign of intelligence. And you shouldn't just openly trust everybody, right? Well, like, I'm, well let's get it. Let, let, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry. Don't mean to cut yeah. you off. I'm skeptical. Yeah. I am. Good. But I believe in what you do. And I've seen you do what you do. And mm -hmm. I try to, if you will, punch holes in it. Well, how is that even possible? But when the evidence comes through and it's so specific yeah. that there's no other reasonable explanation <laughs> for it other than you got something <laughs> that, that yeah. that's it um yeah. and again i think we talked before you know some psychics may look at somebody who looks italian and, and will say yeah i got a i got an a name a t name it's coming through i don't know somebody in your family anthony mm -hmm. or tony okay come on you know let, let's let's be <laughs> yeah. real but when it's very very specific like a unique you know like gretchen and it's somebody yeah. very close to you, like, you know, not a very common name. And then there's yeah. more evidence go along with it. I, I can do as, as, you know, call it a skeptic. I can do nothing else except to say, you must have pulled that from the other side because there's nothing else that makes reasonable sense. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he did really good. He, he was open to it. Uh, and I know he was processing for about three days because he kept DMing me questions and I was really impressed. You know, sometimes we have, we, we have a soul crushing loss and that's what, that's what opens our heart. You know, tell me yeah. about a soul crushing loss, meaning losing somebody. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like we just have our rider dies, you know, we have those people that when they leave this earth, we feel like our heart's gone with them. And, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot of readers who've lost children and that's how now they're very open and very connected to the other side. Oh, okay. Um, there's people who've lost the love of their life and that opens them up. Um, I, I get a lot of really religious people that come and it may even challenge their faith. But what I love is, is the love for their loved one overpowers that. And that's where skepticism is good. Like you should read reviews on someone that you're going to, you should see if you vibe with them, what the energy is. If you keep seeing their name, their name keeps coming up. That's your loved one bringing them to you. Right. But also 
if you're open to hear the evidence, they will bring up enough stuff that you just can't. And I'll share this. I won't go too into detail for their privacy purposes, but um, I actually described something sitting next to them that was out of frame. So we were doing like a Zoom call and I described something sitting next to them on the table, like to a T. And I mean, how did I get that? That's because their loved ones in the room with them, right? So anything out of camera in your office right now, if I describe something kind of random that not ever, like, not like, oh, I see a coffee mug. Like, I mean, something very individual to you. There's only one way to explain that, right? And I think that was kind of the turning point for him, you know? Hmm. Was that Can validation? You see, is there anything that's in, in my... <laughs> I knew you were going to ask that. Like, Turn it! <laughs> you went there. Because I'm, I'm like, you know, looking around. Hmm, 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 yeah, hmm, hmm, hmm. I know. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have a lot around. You know, I get little tchotchkes, but they don't really have any, uh, I'll tell you, no personal significant meaning, if you will. You know, yeah. That kind of thing. It, I, I, if you if you find something, great. <laughs> Maybe I missed it. I don't know. I don't know. It's a, this is not a home office. This is an office office. Doesn't mean you're not going to have pictures and things of loved ones, but um, yeah, you, you're not going to, you know. You're not going to say, oh, you've got dad's blank hanging over there or whatever. Uh, maybe yeah. I do and I don't even realize it. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's, I, I have to believe that you also surprise people when you, you come forth with evidence and things that people didn't even realize that was in front of them Yeah, all along. Yeah. Maybe. I, I, I got to be honest, spiritism is amazing. And there are times, and this, <laughs> it's funny to say, but my jaw will drop. And I'm like, what? Because it'll be something so out there that I don't have any idea what we're referencing. And they'll tell me, and I'm like, no. Like <laughs> one lady, I remember, I think I dropped a couple inappropriate words because I was so shocked by what came through. Like, can you shock a reader? Absolutely. Like <laughs> there's just times where spirit is so connected and the person is so open. The evidence is just the coolest and i think that's when they just trust that it's gonna be what it'll be instead of saying like you know you need to bring up the color red or bring up this piece of jewelry i have in my pocket just be open and that's when the really cool stuff happens hmm. i love it yeah anything and i know sometimes this can put you on the spot because you have so many things that are probably going through your head but anything that like stands out for you even recently that was a jaw dropper for you. I actually uh, got a message from a gal. Uh, can I read it to you? It's yeah, uh, sure. it's on a on a very controversial topic that everybody thinks is not something we should talk about. It says, "Hi, Carla. I can only imagine you wouldn't remember me, as you probably see so many faces in your line of work. But last year, around this time, you did a reading for me at the Galaxy Psychic Fair in Lethbridge. You told me my brother was struggling immensely, and that all I needed to remember is there's nothing I can do to save him." If I remember correctly, I think I shrugged you off and said he'd been doing better. The next day, I found out he'd committed suicide later that night. I wanted to share this with you because I often think of the reading you provided me and just how beautifully accurate it was. It truly haunts me and you're wonderfully gifted. I'll likely book an online session with you in the near future. Take care and thank you for everything. That was one of those jaw-dropping messages, truly. Wow. And I remember her spirit showed me instantly who she was. And I remember how upset I was when she left because I knew it was coming, but 
how do you say that? You know, how do you say that? And what if you're wrong? Yeah. You just know sometimes when you're not. Yeah. How do you live with that? Her? Or even you? Like if you didn't, well, if you didn't yeah. deliver that, that message and you're like, I should have, yeah. mm. you know, that that's a great question because there are times when you definitely leave a reading upset because you feel like they're not picking up what you're putting down, or maybe you haven't said it in a way. And when you're on the topic of suicide, um, there are people who know it's coming And then there's people who um, it seems very unexpected to them. And why I don't believe my job is to intervene and save them. My job is just to prepare their heart. Right. Do you know? Okay. Prepare the heart of the person that may have somebody passing. Right. And so there's times where I do readings and suicide comes up and I'm like, Hey, I'd like to talk to you about that. I have some information that can help. Right. And so I hope that, they do a follow-up because spirit is telling me information that can, that can change the way this destiny is looking. Right. Um, or at least help them along the way. And then there's times where I just know that's it. Like they're, and that could be suicide. That can be cancer. That can be anything. I just know that their loved one is going right. And so if I can tell them anything to mentally, shift and so what i liked about this was just the peace that it gave her knowing that there wasn't anything she could do to save him and that's the same thing like if someone's fighting cancer or you know something else heart failure like there i mean there isn't anything you can do and suicide's the same way for a lot of people interesting viewpoint yeah and you know nobody wants to talk about suicide suicide affects everybody like you're i mean if you i shouldn't say that if you haven't had anyone in your life take their life or try to take their life, you should count yourself very lucky because I don't know if I just, because it's touched my life so immensely. And that's why I have so many good people come to me, but it is one of the, one of the most often readings that I do is someone who's taken their life. Really? Yeah. Or, or someone who wants to take their life is actually my client. Yeah, I've had that happen many, many times. Yeah. yeah. Why, why you? Is it your the energy that's out there? Ooh. What? It has touched my life in a lot of ways. And every way. I can see, I can see the side of somebody who is suicidal because I have uh attempted suicide in previous. Um, I died, I came back in that. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's something else we'd love to talk about at some point too. (laughs) Right. Having, having come back. Yep. I've had very close family members take their lives. Um, friends like it. I mean, it's, and I'm the person I'm pro-choice and I, that's definitely not a popular thing to say. Um, but I think people who've had mental health struggles for 40, 50 years and, They've tried every medication. They've 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 gone down every road, every avenue. They fight every day to stay alive. I think there's a point where, if you haven't looked outside the box and you haven't checked, or you have checked alternative health and hormones and stuff like that, um, I think there's a time where we should let them go. We should what? Let them go because of the misery that they feel. And I know it's very unpopular, <laughs> right? 
because nobody nobody wants to think that somebody should have the right to leave. But I mean, there's people with like health problems. They they have no quality of life. They there's people like I've had friends where their mental health is just not okay, and they are never okay. They don't have a day where you see them and they're happy. In like 20 years of knowing them, I've never seen them happy. Why are they here? They're not living. They're existing, right? It's an interesting point you bring up because it's their life. Yeah. It's their choice. Yeah, it should be. And and I'm not talking about young people who are probably going through hormonal things. And and I I have a, a belief that hormones run a lot of depression. I firmly believe that. I agree. I think they look at serotonin and dopamine and stuff, but I don't think they check hormones. And I think the the healthy normal range is so broad. Um I'm not talking about young people who, you know, they've hit puberty and all of a sudden they're off the rails because we know at, at our ages that that can settle down. Right. But I think our job is to help them with supplements and natural healing stuff that can possibly bring them to the homeostasis so that they can get some joy back in their lives. Right. Um, and I think that young people is especially tragic because, you know, sometimes it's like if you can, sometimes it'll pass. Sometimes you can learn to live with it. Sometimes you can make adjustments in your diet. And, and sometimes there are things that help. And sometimes there just aren't. There just aren't. Right? It does it get to a point where you're, and we're just about out of time. It's like, I wish we weren't. <laughs> um, where you've done everything. Absolutely. And maybe nothing will work. And, you know, maybe that's their life contract, Steve, for whatever reason. They were meant to come and never find peace, never find joy or have little blurbs of it, you know, and, and that's okay because I can tell you, cause I've been there. The other side is, is wonderful. <laughs> I don't want to sell it too much. Right. But <laughs> well, you know, then let, let's press the pause button and let's pick up next time. Okay. There. All right. Because there's a new movie. Did we talk about this? I don't know why this is in my mind. There's a movie out about this. Um, about people who have passed and come back. Right. It's yeah. like it's like a top five, top ten movie mm-hmm. at this time. Cool. Um, so relevant, something to to definitely uh, dig into. If somebody wants to connect with you um, for any of this stuff that we're talking about, maybe a connection to the other side. How do they do that? Uh, info at carlahecht.com. Uh, C-A-R-L-A-H-E-C-H-T.com is the best way. Um, you can text me. But honestly, the website's the best, the best place to go because you can see what I do. I have a Q&A section, prices, availability. It's all it's all there. Yeah. And I know that you're, you tour and I think you're going back on tour sometime soon. Uh, it should be in March. Oh, March, okay. So April, we do have May, some time. June. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was more yeah. recent. So I was wondering, you know, while you're on the road, if you will, if you can still do readings virtually. Uh, I, I don't because I end up losing my voice from talking too much. Gotcha. <laughs> I know my mom wouldn't believe it, that I could actually talk too much to lose my voice, but it, ha- it happens. <laughs> well, all the more reason if somebody's looking to connect, do it now. Do it now. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't do it while I'm on tour because I won't, yeah. I won't book outside the tour. Carla, great talking with you. We uh, got a little deep today and, and dug into some stuff that's not normally talked about, uh, but needs to be. And uh, looking forward next time we get together. Sounds good. I look forward to it too. Thank you. Take care. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world. This is the Podcast Business News Network. 
So you see, son, good manners are very, very important. Someday, many years from now, when you're a grown-up, you'll be a man. And when you are, you should be a gentleman. Do you want me to go through it one more time? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open for ladies. If a door's shut, then knock first. Don't burp, don't swear, don't speak with your mouthful, don't reach across people's plates, keep your elbows off the table. What table? And don't interrupt. While we're at it, don't stare, don't use foul language, don't call people names, but do remember people's names. Always share your toys, play nice, and cover your mouth when you cough or sneeze. On the bus, give up your seat to anyone who has trouble standing. Bottom line, treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council.